Hi, I'm Natalie, and this is my co-host, Kayla. We are best friends who met in college, who despite all odds, forged a lasting relationship when we pledged the same sorority. And here we are, three years later, ready to share our hot takes with the rest of the world. So I guess you could say that we are sisters by choice, but friends by by chance. chance. Hunger Games, Kayla. Happy Hunger Games to you. May the odds be ever in your favor, except not really, because we learned when Reaping Day actually was in the Hunger Games prequel. One of the many things we will discuss today. (laughs) (laughs) So much lore. Um, So we were, fun fact, this is our second episode we've been recording in the past 24 hours. Our first one we made was bad. <laughs> it was unfortunate. Because, <laughs> you know how, like, YouTubers or whatever all will, will say that? will be like, oh, I tried making a video or episode or whatever, and it just is not good. And I've always been like, how bad can it be? I know now. We, we now know the struggles. Um, yeah, we tried to do the March Madness bracket. It just didn't really, I feel like, work over audio right yeah it just didn't work so make your brackets if you want i honestly don't even remember any notable things from our bracket just that we had a lot of a lot of upsets a lot of upsets yeah (laughs) lots of upsets but yeah no that's not happening so instead we're jumping right into hunger games because that movie that film Turns ten. Franchise, the if franchise, you will. if you will, if you will. Turns 10 on the 23rd. And that's very strange. And the fact that I knew that, like, I didn't read that anywhere. I knew that. Like, I just knew. Just in your heart, you could in feel my soul. it. Yeah. So, but before we talk about Hunger Games, we should maybe, maybe let's retell the stories we told yesterday. Um, <laughs> two of our sorority sisters are currently in town right now. And it's been really lovely. And then a third of our sorority sisters ca- came down on, again, Amtrak. <laughs> it's all, it always goes Use back to code her. friends by chance <laughs> to get a free one-way ticket. Yeah, so she came down to visit as well. And it was lovely. We had a great time. And they're still here. I'm acting like they left. They're still here. Um, I'll see them for dinner. <laughs> but it's been lots of fun showing off the city, burning up. Lots of memes that I'm sure we will mention eventually. One of them that we talked about yesterday that obviously we have to talk about again because <laughs> we're recording is one fateful Labor Day road trip we took, Kayla. Right, yes. It was you, me, and one of the girls who was visiting right now. And the thing about the college we went to, everybody goes home all the time especially on long weekends right like, also on every weekend lame as hell anyway um if you're a student if you didn't because i lived eight hours away so like i wasn't going home every weekend and i was just like right. where, where'd everybody go <laughs> the campus is dead like Hello? it was literally tumbleweeds like literal tumbleweeds um so it was Labor Day weekend, so obviously everyone had left. So it was me and Kayla, you were there because, wasn't it because of... Like, Probably some, like, RA situation. Yeah, I was about situation. to say, it wasn't because you were, they had to do student housing. Legally obligated. Legally to- obligated. And our third sister is from Australia, so she wasn't really going to be going home. So I really wanted um, to go to Nothing Bunt Cakes not sponsored but please if you're listening holla at me <laughs> um big big their biggest fan but anyway i want nothing bun cakes and ironically there is now a nothing bun cakes in our college town now but at the time the closest one was two hours away quite the trek by drive um in arkansas <laughs> So, uh, I wanted a bun cake so badly, and we had nothing better to do, because no one was here, and 
you know, I, I love a good adventure. Right, yeah. So I was like, hey, if anyone wants to come with me, I'm going to trek to Arkansas for Bunt Cakes. And so you joined and our the other girl joined who's visiting Chicago right now. We all piled into my Chevy Malibu, who I miss. R.I.P. Dearly. I miss her so much. She um, was brutally murdered um, a few months after this trip, actually, in the dumbest car accident you've ever seen in your life. Like, literally... If you had seen the car accident that killed my Chevy Malibu, you would have been like, wait, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I was like, there's no way it's totaled. Right, And then yeah. they declared it totaled. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, what? That's it's just like that? Just like that? In the blink of an eye? Kayla, I feel the need to address that <laughs> you are currently upside down. <laughs> In my Zoom. And also, your room you're in is pitch black. So I just see an outline. There's a lot going on. (laughs) Just booked again. (laughs) Okay. So we piled... (laughs) We piled... piled, Oh my god. We piled into my Chevy Malibu. um, And we trekked on down to Arkansas. And we got our bunt cakes and then what is that across the street but a raisin canes and at the time not, none of us had had raisin canes before and we were like no time like you gotta, do it. gotta yeah. do it so we tried nothing or we, well no some people tried nothing but cakes for the first time and we also tried raisin canes and we ate it all in raisin canes um and that was a lot of fun delicious one of those like small things but Fun we nice. also tried to go to the world's first Walmart. Yeah, the world's first Walmart was supposed to be there. Couldn't track her down. It was well, like a... I thought we did, but it was like they had nothing. It was like a thrift store. Like it got turned into a thrift. Yeah, like they had nothing to note it, really. Right. And it was just like an abandoned um, strip mall. Mm-hmm. Where there was a thrift store that we went in, and it was a lovely thrift store. It was we nice, had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was huge. Admittedly, the thing I bought there I do not own anymore, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lovely thrift store. So that was fun too. Um, and then we drove back. And what's so ironic about that is, like I said, there's now nothing but cakes in our college town, and there's also now a raising canes. <laughs> In our college town. So it's like within those little, not even like three years, both have popped up and opened. So this trip wouldn't be completely unnecessary now. Right. It would have been like a 20 minute, we got cake and dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It would have just been like another Saturday. Um, Damn. How how quickly the time it changes. (laughs) So that was everything you missed in the last episode. The... (laughs) <laughs> the original episode. So let's talk about the Hunger Games. When was the first time you read that the books? The first time I read the books, I think I was in um okay, I literally cannot pronounce the okay. So you know how there's like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and then blank grade? Mm-hmm. Cannot pronounce her. But I was in that grade and I, I, I don't even remember what they were called, but it was, like, Missouri's, like, young children award books. You should read these. Yes. And it was a part of that. Yep. And me being the, like, go-getter kid I was, if you read a certain amount, like, you got, like, an award or something. And so, obviously, I'm making my way through these books, and I see Hunger Games, and I'm like, that's a little too intense. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I'd like that. But my teacher, she was like, girl, read this book. And so I read the book, fell in love. Here we are today. Yeah, I had a pretty similar experience. It was on the Illinois version of that list. But yeah, (laughs) it was on that list. I was in fifth grade. A lot of people who like normally didn't really like books had read it and liked it. Mm. So I was kind of watching everybody in my class get like really into them and I was holding out because I when I was a kid especially I was very sensitive to violent things Mm -hmm. 
um, which is, I mean, I want crazy how that works. I mean, it's not like I, my parents had me watching the news, um, <laughs> during peak Afghanistan every night. I mean, what, what could have sparked that? What um, could have done that? It's not like I was 18 months old when 9-11 happened. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like my first memory? My mom was actually so scared it would be, so she, like, refused to have the TV on that day. Damn. That would be crazy. It wasn't. My first memory is actually throwing up on myself, so not much better, but... (laughs) Yeah, so everyone in my class was watching or reading it. The movie hadn't come out yet. Um, I feel the need to note. This was about a year before the movie came out. Um, So, in fact, they announced the, like, Entertainment Weekly article that announced the cast do you know what i'm talking about honestly i can't remember (sighs) cultural reset (sighs) anyway um that was i remember that was like that edition of entertainment weekly was released like right after i finished the first book so exciting yes so i i actually was convinced to read it by my elementary school boyfriend (laughs) they recommended it to me and I was like, okay, elementary school boyfriends, I will read this, actually. I read the first one. I mean, I devoured them. Like, oh right. my god. Could not, can't stop, won't stop. The, Ele- the Entertainment Weekly article is released at right as I'm reading the first book, or right after. And I remember looking at Jennifer Lawrence's face and being like, this is not what I thought this was going to look like. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I remember... And the Entertainment Weekly article, article, they made her look a lot tanner than she actually was in the mm-hmm. movies. Like, mm-hmm. almost to, dare I say, almost to the point where it was low-key brown face a little bit. Damn. Um, I need to... A little bit. Um, and then and when the movie came out, it wasn't as bad. It was just normal <laughs> skin tone, and I was like, that's probably for the best. Um, <laughs> I do would love, though, if there did a remake of The Hunger Games that they did cast, uh, like, native american girl because supposedly that's what katniss is supposed to have like native features mm-hmm. which would be cool just saying that'd be really cool but yeah and then i read the second one and read the third one and i hated the third one when because i was 10 and didn't understand nuances <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is trash. I'm like, damn, people died? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> damn, Prim was killed? Like, what was the point? <laughs> <laughs> Gail kind of seemed like a jerk, but I don't understand just how much of a jerk he is quite yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> my, da- yeah, my dad read them right after I did, and I like told him I didn't like the third one, and he literally was like, you're too young to understand the third one. And I was like... <laughs> You know, like, chest puppy. Like, what do you mean? He was right. He was Correct. so right. Because <laughs> now I'm like, damn, like, considering. <laughs> it's a pretty good ending. Um, <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If you think about it, yeah. Yeah, it's a good ending. But Like, I feel like a lot of YA dystopian books struggle oh, yeah. with that. Oh, where it's absolutely. like they make this, like, nice world really great plot and it's like ooh, how the hell do i stop this train how do i and quit Ver- and then if you're veronica roth you're like i'm gonna kill off my main character just for <laughs> just for no fun. rhyme or reason and then have her boyfriend get with her best friend question mark right and also i'm gonna act super high and mighty about it like that i like invented change the game writing. yes <laughs> and i'm gonna make this huge statement about how Harry Potter would have been better if he just died at the end. <laughs> to which I'm like, it's literally like a resurrection arc or like story. You can't really have the resurrection story without right. Being like they have to be there. <laughs> I was like, girl, what? Um, I also just hate Veronica Roth though because she told one of my internet friends. Ooh, that's something we can talk about actually today because The Hunger Games was my gateway drug into the internet, <laughs> I feel like, and just internet communities as a whole. But I digress. She told my internet friend that she, my internet friend, like, chose, and she still, I mean, she, like, changed her name when she was, like, 13 
to Marlene, and that's still her name to this day, because she just didn't like her original name. Mm -hmm. And Marlene was a character in Divergent, a great character, dare I say, and that was also (laughs) killed off for no reason, you know, because that's her style. And yes, this is a Divergent episode now. And (laughs) she picked the name Marlene from that. And she actually met the author at a book signing and told her that, told Veronica Roth this. And, you know, like, when you're 13, you say shit like, oh, I would love to play her in a mo- the movie if, like, right. I could. You know, that kind of thing that we all say. And this bitch, Veronica Roth, I am not kidding when I, like, I mean, well, it could this could be wrong. I mean, people exaggerate. But supposedly Veronica Roth said to her, oh, well... Maybe if you lost a little weight or something like that, or if you're a little skinnier. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? To a fan? Right. A a young, impressionable fan. Like, what? And of course, I mean, she did have an eating disorder at the time. Because I feel like that always goes hand in hand with stories like that. Yeah, so fuck Veronica Roth forever. I despise that woman. Which is why this is a Hunger Games. Absolutely. No one cares about Divergent. Divergent is the biggest example of a book that, like, tried to be the Hunger Games but was not. Tried so hard. And also, fun fact, another fun fact of Veronica Roth is my former youth pastor, who I'm still very close with, um, she went to college with Veronica Roth. And she said that she was super antisocial and mean and was writing her book in her room at all times and was just, like, the worst. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that, that, that checks out. Like, that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. How that would be. How that went down. So anyway, Veronica Roth hate speech aside. <laughs> um, hate spiral. Yeah, so I read those books. That was when I read the books. And you said you were... So, like, probably, like, fifth grade for you also. Uh, sixth sixth so grade. So we, like, read them at the same time. Yeah, Look yeah. Look at us. Wow. Connected. Connected. Um, so then the Hunger Games movie, the first one, I remember when that premiered. Like, I remember when the trailer mm-hmm. premiered. I could probably still quote that first trailer word for word. I could probably, Well, I can quote the, whole, the all those movies word for word, but <laughs> it was, like, insane. I, and I remember when it came out almost ten years ago, ten years ago on Wednesday, this next Wednesday, I, I'll never forget, because I literally, you know, some people got to see it at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents would never um during a school night i was allowed i had seen the last harry potter movie at midnight like the year before but that was in july they would Mm. never let me do that so but some people's parents did (laughs) not mine um and they and i remember like being in the gym locker room and like turning to this girl who saw it and i was like how does it start because i because i mean even I knew at 12 that, like, the way the book starts does not translate well to the film. <laughs> so I was like, what'd they do? Like, how'd they get into it? Because. <laughs> oh, my God. And we I, and the world was never the same. I mean, truly a cultural reset. It really like, was. and It I, changed the game. It did. And it's kind of crazy because I feel like it's people don't talk about it. Like, how culturally relevant it was for such a long time. It was, was, like, so relevant, and then it wasn't. I feel like it may be the next, like, renaissance? Twilight Renaissance situation. I've been waiting, girl. I have been waiting. Are you kidding? I have been waiting. I truly waiting. think the only thing that's, like, getting in its way is thing about her energy. I feel like it's getting it's in the who? way of the jennifer lawrence oh absolutely she's it's... a mom now i saw that she's I'm a mother so and she married the man she married i mean i'm not is like not in really in the industry and i kind of mm-hmm. love that for her because she can live her own silly little life because <laughs> i felt really bad for her because 
she literally said when she was cast, like, when she initially was cast for Hunger Games, like, she had always thought that, oh, she'd be an actress for a few years and then just mm-hmm. settle down and have a normal life. That's impossible after Hunger Games. And I yeah. felt so bad for her. Especially, I remember, like, she, like, had a public breakdown when they're filming Catching Fire and... Oh, it, I I still feel so bad, and like now she's like barely out. I mean, she's she's been doing stuff here and there, but like she just made out with Timmy Timmy Chalamet. Oh yes, we did discuss that. Um, but that's what I mean is like she does maybe one one movie a year every two years, right. and she kind of just minds her business. She doesn't seem to really go to very many things. Mm-hmm. Good for her, like really. Josh Hutcherson is just like a leftist king nowadays that's what he's known for i mean i've been team josh since literally any movie he was ever in oh, i was like yeah delicious and i love it <laughs> i saw bridge of and i was like he's the one he, he is the one honestly, for me <laughs> stan josh <laughs> and everything he does oh god what else was he in? the thora oh yeah is that what that's how that's pronounced that freaked me out it had him and um robin williams right i was thinking uh oh. bella oh wow really uh-huh and he was not a movie art robin williams at one point and <laughs> that's life. that's that sound that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> that, that tracks um and then liam hemsworth the less hot mm-hmm. of the hemsworth brothers right which i love that's literally like what he's known for right yeah oh also he's known for his um very famous ex-wife but i always was like how did he get her like my thing with their relationship is like i could the thing that made me kind of sad about it was the fact that they clearly had so much fun together right but liam's kind of nature that kind of is his kind of like nature and how he act in public because clear he's clearly like an introvert mm-hmm. like his people energy just, isn't... people just assumed he couldn't stand her because he just she would be doing whack-ass sayings and he'd just be standing off to the side mm-hmm. i don't think that's true i mean obviously i guess it's a little true because they broke up but and he's quote there's a rumor that he cheated on her so Ooh. not great very right. gale of you very gale behavior he's method acting method yes exactly um but yeah i just they seem to really have fun together and people i think just didn't catch on to like their dynamic i think and how like they worked so they always just assumed all these awful things about him right his vibes um i mean wrecking ball he inspired that and that now that <laughs> was a cultural reset mm-hmm Yes. I remember going to this just episode just gonna be about middle school. I remember going <laughs> to health class in middle school the next day. Everyone had like watched whatever award show that premiered on. I don't even remember. And was I it MTV it. something? MTV VMA, one of those. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about it. Like everybody was talking about it. So hey, Liam inspired that. <laughs> it was all Miley. I'm not gonna giving him credit to her genius but he wrote wrecking ball <laughs> he actually it's like how taylor swift's boyfriend like supposedly helped her write <laughs> some of her <laughs> new songs he wrote that <laughs> which one of my friends like hates that fun fact like she just is like there's no way he wrote that <laughs> <laughs> no. oh my god she has so many conspiracy theories about the relationship but we're not going to discuss that today maybe a future episode I how many times have you read the books would you say um I'm definitely someone who can only consume media a singular time really (laughs) so I've only read it once I am not that person I love rereading and rewatching things and the Hunger Games I think the first one I've definitely read over 10 times for sure oh wow Catching Fire, I think it's about half that, maybe five or six. Mockingjay, I think it's like four. Because, like, mm-hmm. Mockingjay is just a lot. Like, it's a, a good ending, and I think it's maybe one of the strong, strongest books in the series. Well, I don't know. They're all very strong in their own ways. But mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't think there's a weak link when it comes to that series. I'll say that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But 
it's just a lot to to deal yeah. with. A lot to unpack. It's a lot. It's good, but it's a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I can only read about Finnick getting torn apart so many times. I mean, and like it's just it eats away at you. <laughs> you're like, damn. Like you're like, what, Suzanne? Why not Gail instead? What? <laughs> Yeah, if anyone. If anyone, Gail. And people are probably scratching their heads and they're like, what is all this Gail bashing? I, I want us to talk about other things first, but we will get into that. Trust. <laughs> I want us to, we should do a like PowerPoint night where it's just like, why I hate Gail. Reasons it's, it's we like, hate it's him. A com- it's a common subject of conversation. It's one of my biggest passions. Um, like I had mentioned and the dating app episode, it's literally, like, one of my things on the dating, my dating app. <laughs> and only a few people have asked me about it. And honestly, that's very upsetting to me because I want to everybody to know. So right. get on that, boys. Ask me about Gail. You heard her. Do it. I think I saw the first movie three times in theaters. Yeah, like, I was obsessed. <laughs> like it was I think obsessed. I saw it twice. The first time I saw it was the premiere day love i was in like this like it was another one of those like reading competition situations and like if you read enough books they bought tickets and you got to leave school and go and watch and it was honestly the bee's knees like that That was a lovely it was a solid day and then i think i saw it like with my family like just like a regular weekend maybe (laughs) yeah i saw it with I don't know. I I don't remember. I just know that at one point I saw it with some people. I saw it with my parents and then I saw it with my best friend. And when I saw my best friend, it had been out for a while. So the theater Mm -hmm. was like mostly empty, except for these two old people who sat behind us who clearly like didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And their commentary was so funny. Like, oh my God. They pulled, when Katniss pulled out those berries, they gasped so loud. Uh, I was like, y'all, <laughs> you're not even prepared. Um, <laughs> but Catching Fire, I feel like it's very, this is a common feeling in our society. Catching Fire is like a flawless film. Oh, yes. It's the yeah. best, of the films, the best film. By Miles. Fantastic. Like, the cinematography is genuinely right. gorgeous. The makeup, the, makeup the, outfits. the outfits. Oh, my God. And honestly, Catching Fire is a pretty, like, could have been a really tough book to adapt. But they did a really, mm-hmm. really good job. So, love Catching, so much love for Catching Fire. Um, good, That's a good one. And then... I don't know. I can't decide if I think the... I mean, I don't... I I just hate the splitting movies into two trope anyway. But Mockingjay does have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if... I don't know if it would have been better just one or with the two. Because I think the first half of the Mockingjay movies... It gets the least recognition because it's kind of a filler movie mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um but it's really well it's good like every time i watch it i'm like this is really good like wait <laughs> like the way that it ends is truly like gives me a chill every time like mm-hmm. one of the if not the best well done like cut off scene right from like cliffhanger like, yeah very well done insane i think they knew that if we were gonna two part they're like gotta leave them wanting more yeah and oh my god and because i always thought it would end with him choking her and then it would that would be it would be like fade to black but no they went a little further into it um what happened after a little bit but then Mm -hmm. the next movie takes off um takes place and then the last one i feel like it had it had been a little too long um definitely think that simmered the last movie was it's so weird to think like the i remember when the first poster they released do you remember those do you remember those posters i'm talking about with the like side profile Mm -hmm. oh my god that's iconic now that 
was a cultural reset. <laughs> um, I remember th- there's a picture of me and my friend at the time um, posing next to it with our thumbs up. We were 10 in that photo, I believe, or ele- barely 11. Right. Yeah. And flash forward to the last Mockingjay movie, I was 15. So wow. it's just so weird to think about <laughs> all the living I did. And that we did. We went through puberty as those movies came out. Right. Our coming of age. Our big mouth moment happened (laughs) as those movies came out. The last one, I remember I was like, I am not prepared to watch so many of these death scenes. And I'm still not prepared for them when I watch it again. I'm like, (laughs) you're like, damn. Someone had, so like I said last, or a couple weeks ago, we had Hadestown um, where I work recently. And someone was saying to me, they're like, I swear, every time I watch it, I'm like, maybe it won't end that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe they'll change it tonight. <laughs> like I'm badly mistaken. It was the exact same. Oh, my God. I thought that was really funny. And, like, that's literally the whole point they literally saying about that in, the, in it. But, like, I was just, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but Suzanne wasn't finished when she she had more to tell she had more to say trump became president and she was like i have to say something (laughs) she's like let me speak on that real quick let me speak on that she was like because the hunger games you know the origin of do you know the origin of the hunger games like how she did the the original or like what inspired her oh my god (laughs) i love her she's such a genius oh my god so she was just like channel surfing one day and i know people say oh it's because she ripped off battle royale blah 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 Kids killing kids was a trope way before the Hunger Games in general. Right. Yeah. And dare I say before even Battle Royale. So right. miss me with that. But anyway, she was like kind of channel surfing one night in the early aughts. And she kept kind of going back and forth from the news, which was again showing footage of Afghanistan to American Idol. Wow. And she was like, these are two completely different worlds, and it's the same. Technically, like, we're mm-hmm. just in the same, we're all in the same place. And she was like, I should write about that. <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. And so she had things to say, when, and people always overlook that. Like, uh, it's because really, it's just social commentary. At the end of the day, Hunger Games is mm-hmm. just three huge social commentary books. And there's so much going on in them, too. Like, there's so many layers. It's ridiculous. Look up Hunger Games, like, um, academic papers. There's so many. Right. Because <laughs> there's I just mean... so much. She, she had a lot to say. So then, um, fast forward, Trump becomes president. I don't know if it's for sure if this is why she wrote it, <laughs> but I like to think it is. And Your she head was like, cannon my telling head cannon. you this. And she was like, I have more things to say. She's like, part two, you guys weren't listening. Yeah, she's like, in case you bitches didn't listen the first time, which clearly we didn't because some Here choices we were made by the marketing team of right. the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's discuss that really quick before we get to the prequel. Um, I'm just, these are the things I remember off the top of my head. There was a nail polish line released dedicated to like effie like china it's it's china glaze and it was like effie capital nail polish Mm -hmm. something like that and that was just the first movie what else what other out-of-pocket things there is makeup obviously Mm -hmm. again effie inspired i think the most out-of-pocket thing though was um the radio edit of the hanging tree yeah (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> love how that became a tiktok trend and oh i just lost my train of thought um yeah so the radio edit of hanging trees so like you just like turn the radio on and jennifer lawrence is singing and there's like a freaking dubstep beat in the background <laughs> and you're like this song is literally about like is from a novel the the context of when the song is presented and the lyrics and everything about it i'm like this is 
this goes against everything the song and these books are about why are we right. making this a capitalistic venture like <laughs> oh god that was very oh i still it's cringe when i think about it because like literally what the fuck i can only imagine I, I really do wonder what suzanne collins thought of that right she's like did you not read it those are the two things i could think of that really stood out to me um i <laughs> there's more um actually that can't came with the recent book that made me go mm? so <laughs> gotta do you gotta do but do should you <laughs> right so the prequel so it's about presidents let's not spoil it because as we have it is kind of recent as we mentioned like not very many people i feel like have read it and it's a banger it's really good it's a bit long so i understand that but and there's so much in there like i feel like there's that book is like three books in one book right but like I went into it being like, oh, it's gonna be a nice little expository. It's like, no, here's no, what happened. Here's, here's how this happened. Us ex- like, and the way she like so creatively found ways to like explain things, but like still made it relevant to the plot, but also like it was kind of I don't know. She just did it really well, and like there's some right. things that I did not think they would explain that they did. Like I remember since I was like a kid, I was because Katniss does off chant like just like as a side note in the first book mentioned how there is two of two victors from district 12 one of them is no longer alive and i've always wondered about that since i was like Mm -hmm. 10 i've been like who is it who is that why don't we talk about that like who who like who who? you find out in the prequel and it's It's a banner laid out lays it all out and it's good to know that president snow was a freaking asshole the whole time right like it's def- i was so scared when she- it was announced that it was about president snow i was like gag i was like oh god this is gonna be one of those things where he's not that bad i promise <laughs> <laughs> he was misunderstood yeah no and that's was- it it's everyone else's fault that he did what he had to do <laughs> exactly and suzanne collins is literally just like no he he's like no but that's just him like he All did him. have obviously he did have trauma and but it was like he has layers but a lot of them are rotten and exactly. i i'm good with that i'm good I'm like, with that that makes sense i what, one thing i did really like that because it you know because you're like oh it's the 10th hunger games like what stuff can they really they the baby really introduced about the tenth one like it's already been happening for right. a decade. The insights about how the uh, the first ten and how different they were to mm-hmm. what we know in the actual series and President Snow's role in that it is so interesting. It is, and you can really kind of see how it would like evolve what Katniss ends up being in. It's yes. like oh, it's stems from that yeah and that stems from the, it was really cool to kind of see the like behind the scenes making of what we know as the hunger games also it was like very philosophical <laughs> <laughs> a fun little sprinkle of some philosophy in there um the hanging tree is in it a lot you could tell that mm-hmm. she was that's how you know she was mad about the hanging tree she's like she's like y'all didn't get it drive this point a little let me make a diagram for you <laughs> she really is like mm, no no but we're no. not making that mistake again <laughs> you idiots and 10 out of 10 love biggest fan please i would love to discuss the prequel with people we should start a book club just for the prequel nothing else <laughs> literally it. nothing else prequel. it's just my goal in life to get everybody read the prequel because I feel like it wasn't marketed very well. Yeah. Like, I remember hearing about... Because I read it kind of recently, like, within the last year or so. Mm-hmm. But when it originally came out, I didn't feel like I heard a lot of buzz about it. I was just like, oh, no. maybe I'll read that eventually, question mark. Yeah. I... Well, because I'm me. So I was addicted to... I, I mean, I have a long history of Hunger Games. And like I said earlier, I'm still kind of a part of the hunger games like online community and it was what introduced me really to online communities in general and so i knew about it 
Um, and I actually had it pre-ordered. But what's so crazy to me about how it's, like, so, like, not known. And obviously, no one knew this was going to happen. But it was released two months into COVID. Mm. So we were all still in our houses. Mm-hmm. Like, we were still locked down. And, or at least in Illinois, we were. And so, like, you would have think that would have increased how many people read it. Just similar to, like, how, like, Animal Crossing sales went literally right. the, the stratosphere because of COVID. But, I yeah, I just feel it just wasn't marketed very well. And also, the marketing it did do, I'll never forget this. I was on TikTok, as one does, one day, and I found a filter for the so- Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes as a tiktok filter oh and i was like did we learn nothing (laughs) and i've made a whole tiktok about me being like do you think suzanne collins like knows about this (laughs) do you think she got approved she gave approval for this because what is this um so and i cannot wait because they are making the prequel into a movie. It's the same exact team, too. Ooh. So I'm generally very excited about because it it's the same director, same producers. And they know how to do it, as we have already kind right. of addressed. So I'm really excited about that. But also not excited for the inappropriate marketing. The the yassification of... The yassification, exactly. <laughs> the yassification of Coriolanus Snow. <laughs> That's the title. Oh, I um, love that. Another part of the Hunger Games phenomena that I miss dearly. I cannot begin to tell you how much I miss this. Like, I mourn it every day. There was an app or a game mm-hmm. called The Hunger Games Adventures. It slapped. What, what kind of game was it? It was like, like a RPG kind of thing, I want to say, almost. Mm-hmm. It was like you were given missions from characters in the Hunger Games. And so like you got to explore a lot of environments um, that maybe you wouldn't have in the books or in the movie or in the movies or that would have just been mentioned. So like you would be in the town square and Peter would be like, I need flour. And you would get flour um, and stuff like that. And you met there's all these different ways that you met different characters. That was really fun. And yeah it was just and you were like friends with Katniss but you weren't you weren't Katniss you were just friends with her you were just some gal um and so like you have it was very also kind of a fun little perspective where Katniss is like um guess I'm going to the Hunger Games <laughs> <laughs> and you're just on the side like oh and you're there too because you like befriended there was like a mission you'd had where you befriended Senna so you're like somehow involved but it was honestly a baner and a lot of fun and I played it a lot when I was... It was originally a Facebook mobile game. Remember how... Remember those? Remember that era? I, Farmville? I mean, what a what a weird time for Petville. everyone. Anythingville? Oh, just... What a weird time. Yeah, that's the best way to put it, truly. They had on Facebook, and then they made it an app. And I remember when I got my iPad for music therapy, because um, I... Th- they were like, yeah, in order to be a successful music therapist, we suggest you get a MacBook and an iPad. And I'm like, what? Um, <laughs> um, an iPad is now my mom's because I don't really use it. But I was like, I'm, I need to download some games on here or something. And so I downloaded Hunger Games Adventures. And for like a few months, um, my freshman year, my roommate and I, you know, were in the same room because it's like dorms. That poor girl. She just had to listen to me play that game every single day. <laughs> it was like a meme. It was like, oh, time to play your Hunger Games game. Um, and I feel uh, like if TikTok was a thing, like it would definitely be one of those TikTok where it's like someone in their bed just like pointing to their roommate like, is <laughs> that it again? <laughs> I. It's a damn shame that the game... So the game, not to spoil, spoiler alert, the game doesn't exist anymore. Um, and it, it's such a damn shame that TikTok was taken or um, didn't really explode until after the game had already been mis- discontinued. Because I think we could have saved it. I really do. <laughs> I think we could have saved it. Um, so yeah, one day, so a few months in, in one day, it just stopped working. No warning? Like No they didn't... warning. Dang, they gave the... 
they gave the um penguin people a while to get used to them. but they're like I nobody's know. playing this game except for this one depressed 19 year old <laughs> missouri i will bleep out the city name <laughs> i don't think it'll be much of a loss if this one 19 year old can't play it anymore um so, because really, I don't know who, I don't know if there's anyone else in the world who's playing that game still. I, it was just me. <laughs> like, it was just me. Me That's against it. the world. Um, but, yeah, I miss it. It was a fun game. And they always played, like, the score in the background. And, mm. oh, I could talk about the Hunger Games score for a while. Because I am, you know, I'm a geek about that kind of thing. But, James and Howard, you're a genius. You're one of my favorite composers. Chef's kiss to you. Um, yeah, his, yeah, his score would just be playing basically in the background. That was like the background music. So just hears like the Capitol National Anthem every like 10 <laughs> minutes and it's, it cycles. Um, my poor roommate from freshman year. Well, my first roommate from freshman year, which I have not told that story yet, but that definitely needs to be told at some point. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like res life should have its own oh yeah absolutely absolutely um but so she was technically my second roommate and she had to deal so much with me um first of all my stupid hunger games game um i also played roller coaster tycoon Ooh, i was more of a thrillville love that gal love that yeah. and um and then also on top of all that apparently and i swear to god like i did not know this but I had got it confirmed from for two different people. My alarm, my on my bed's like my alarm clock did not wake me up, like at all, because I had a physical alarm clock, mm-hmm. and I had it right next to my head. It didn't. It never woke me up. I think it woke me up maybe three times total in the school year, and so I thought it just didn't work. Um, so first semester when I lived in the other building that you, the one you are right in, I just thought it didn't work. And then, and because my roommate moved out pretty quickly, so <laughs> it, it was just me. So I had no way of knowing. And then my sweet mate told, like, mentioned to me off-handedly that like she always hears my alarm in the mornings. And you're like, it's and broken? Like, Question mark. I was like, what? What alarm? So yeah, and then uh, I keep saying. <laughs> um, then she like further, pr- like further kind of proved it confirmed it confirmed yes that's a good word forever confirmed because she was like yeah um i started sleeping through it (laughs) (laughs) she's like i got used to it and started sleeping through it um yes (laughs) but every apparently every morning because i would always turn it on just be like maybe today's the day (laughs) yeah i'm so sorry to her (laughs) i always feel bad about it there's so many also i did accidentally i was i accidentally the reason she found out she's lactose intolerant yeah maybe we'll get into that another day um (laughs) so that is one of my favorite stories from before we wrap it up wrap this up i will i also i want to talk about i have a drinking game for the hunger games as you should um, and I feel the need to share it with the world because I'm very proud of it. I should trademark it before I share it, honestly, because I made this on my own. Kind of. I had some help. So this is, I have lots of drinking games, like I said. Did I go through the ANTM drinking game in our ANTM episode? I would have to re-listen. I, who knows? <laughs> also, we need to pick that back up because mm-hmm. we, we're missing some research. <laughs> so maybe in a few weeks, that'll, we'll return to it. But here, so it's like a sipping game because you can't, you would die if you oh. took shots <laughs> with all of these. Well, honestly, you might still die. Um, so here's the take a sip prompts. Not caring about Prim. That was my friend's, my roommate's contribution. Because <laughs> she just like has beef with the way Willow Shields did Prim. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't care about her. Um, Hamish says the quote, it's a TV show, which is one of my favorite quotes. Mockingjay whistle, someone dies. Damn. Roses, salute. Mockingjay pin, drinking with Hamish in solidarity. (laughs) The quote, girl on fire. Cinna does something. Thresh, 
shows up because i feel like thresh is definitely a very rare site mm -hmm. so when he's there you're like oh wow wow i have to celebrate <laughs> gotta celebrate um jealous of effie's outfit um some kiss a kiss is had kiss kiss fall in love an actor is actually a teenager Ooh, that's a good one yes that that's a fun one stanley tucci just being Stanley Tucci. The film uses a character to explain something. I wrote a whole essay on that. Fun fact. <laughs> it's actually very interesting, and I'm very proud of it. But, yeah. Um, Horn of Plenty, a.k.a. the National Anthem, is played. May the odds be ever in your favor. Classic. Inappropriate font. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> The start of the first Hunger Games movie, where they, like, sh list the Treaty of Treason quote, mm -hmm. it had the wackest font you've ever seen. It was, like, the most basic, it was, like, Arial, I want to say. It was some, like, really basic <laughs> yeah, font. Yeah, not even Times New Roman. Yeah, and you're like, this feels, this doesn't fit the vibe. Like, this is not the the ambiance. <laughs> this is not the somber tone that it's supposed to give. This is this is one of my favorite ones, and this one gets really gets you. Um, Oscar nominated actor or actress. Katniss's crying face. <laughs> Sam Claflin tries to hide his accent. Lovely. Seneca Crane and his beard. The quote: "War, war, terrible war." And no consistency with arrows. And then we have a few finished drink prompts. The quote, they produce powerful hallucinations. The quote, that is mahogany. The quote, because she came here with me. So by that logic, you should finish your at least three drinks. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least. Oh, no, 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 there's more. Um, the beginning of the bloodbath. Mm -hmm. Four drinks finished. Jeez. Damn. Oh no. Maybe we didn't think this through. <laughs> You're gonna have to pump <laughs> your stomach. <laughs> we don't usually do actually finish drinks. Usually we just take a longer sip. Mm -hmm. Um beginning of the blood oh we did that. And the quote because of the baby. That's a chug until you can't see. <laughs> what a what a quote. <laughs> At that like moment that... I was like, Peter's a badass because Truly like, ingenious. It is so, I we they people we as a society do not talk about Peta's ability to manipulate a crowd, right? Like he was so good at it. Gaslight, girl boss, whatever the heck he he started it. He's like the epitome of someone who could pointedly use his charisma, right? And like for good, it, for good and bad. Well, not bad, but like mischievous people yeah yeah chins up smiles on um joanna strips <laughs> and lastly Peta's choke kink lovely um so that's my drinking game that i i partake in many a time we found some quizzes we did we forgot about the quizzes so we should do one quiz maybe and call it a day we should now? do the what character. Yeah. But wasn't that quiz really long? Oh, yeah. It was like 30. Yeah. Hold on. Let's let's find a, a quick. I briefly scanned BuzzFeed's um, menu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone is compatible with a boy from the Hunger Games. Take Ooh. part to find out yours. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, BuzzFeed. Oh, don't change. <laughs> Except please change. <laughs> please change. A lot of these are will tell you if you'll survive. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Build the ultimate Hunger Games arena and we'll reveal which character you're most like. Do you think that could be fun? Ooh, yeah, that's different. So let's do you first. Okay. All right. Choose a terrain. Desert, forest, open field, or abandoned city. I have to go open field. Yeah, I like the drama of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
It's giving cornucopia, if you will. Well, funny you ask. The next question <laughs> is something to supply the cornucopia. Veggies, water bottles, tent, or weapons? Mm, I mean, weapons. <laughs> yeah. What? What kind of question is that? Um, choose a twist. Ooh. Constant heavy rain, poisonous lakes, cute but deadly animals, and an active volcano. What was the first one? Constant heavy rain. You know, I'm going to go with that one because that would be annoying. That would be fun. Annoying. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what happened in Annie's Hunger Games? Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because she was like, everyone was like, she's, gone. she's a goner. But then it, the arena flooded and she was the only one who knew how to swim. And that <laughs> she was how was she like, won. She's like, I got you bitches. Hee <laughs> ha Icon. Icon. She was the only food source. The cornucopia, lions, Damn. growing your own food, no food. I think growing your own food. Yeah, <laughs> no food would be that. That would just be over so quickly. Right. Like you would starve. Give them some seeds and you give them something. See what happens. All right, pick a district to support. Oh, okay. To help. Thinking on it. I am. I think. Two. Two? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the cop district? <laughs> Kayla. <laughs> Cotton 4K. <laughs> oh my god, I'm girl. Delete that, delete that. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, you sealed your fate with that question because you are most like Gail Hawthorne. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was where he ended up. Disco staying. <laughs> You're like, isn't it crazy how how you how you can screw up like that so quickly? <laughs> All right. Also, yeah. I'm pulling up a map of Panem. Panem. I want to see what districts we'd be in right now. I these maps are always so always so whack though because they're always so different and like Loki never makes sense sometimes. Mm-hmm. So according to this map, I'm in District Three, oh. which is like technology. Which I guess that check that kind of checks out. But why why wouldn't it be Silicon Valley? Yeah. But and then you you'd be either well actually it's either I'm either three or six, and six is tech uh, transportation, and that makes more sense to me. You're like actually, that. I get that. You would be either eight or nine. Eight yeah. is textiles. And this is just based on if I'm reading this map right, which is very possible I'm not. Um, or, yeah, so textiles are grain. Sure. Hmm. But anyway, I feel like grain is, that makes sense. That checks out. That tracks. Oh, yeah, let me read you the um, description for Gail before we move on to me. <laughs> you are a great leader, as well as being very idealistic. You are extremely tactical when it comes to planning, and you never give up fighting for a better world. Hate that. Did they? Do they know who Gail is? <laughs> <laughs> like, who who wrote that? I was like, I think he gave up on the fighting for a better world part. Like, that's when he the, bought those kids. <laughs> like, I think that's literally the whole point of his arc. Right. Like, that's literally the point, is that he stopped doing Better that. world? Question mark? Okay. Is that he, like, gets he gets in too deep. That's, like, the whole point of his arc. Did you yeah. read the books? Anyway. They, they did not. Choose a terrain for me. I'm kind of fascinated by the concept of an abandoned city. Maybe I'm just a city girl, but, mm-hmm. like, that would be kind of crazy. And you could climb on all the different <laughs> beams. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. So many that'd places like, to hide and That traps. would be what Divergent wished it was. Yeah. Um, choose something to supply the cornucopia. I, I, I am all for eating healthy. So veggies might be a good idea. But I also do like the growing mm-hmm. your own food idea. As a challenge. Right. But then and then- added... The Hunger Games, like, what, lasts a month, maybe? How long do plants grow? Like, how long does that take? I mean, a while. They would starve anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Water's always good, but no, that 
Well, I guess there wouldn't be water in my arena. Hmm. They don't need tents. They can find things. <laughs> I'll do weapons, because, yeah, it's the Hunger Games. I mean, come on. Um, and here we go. Choose the twist. Poisonous lakes, but there's not going to be lakes. In the city? Like, you know, how does that I work? I mean, Chicago does have a lake. It's very known for <laughs> That's it, actually. That's true. But, no, I don't... I, I kind of like the concept of cute but deadly animals. Because, like, why is there animals in an abandoned city? Right. But also, it's, if it's abandoned, it's outside. And just mm-hmm. imagine you're going to, like, shelter, and then there's just, like, a, a squirrel of fangs. That's, like, trying to kill you. Yeah. The drama? Oh, my God. Choose your only food source. The cornucopia, lions. I do love just lions. As right. An answer. That's very funny <laughs> to me. Um, I'm going to do cornucopia, because, again, the drama. Mm-hmm. Um, what district do I support? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a question. That's a good question. Um, Kayla? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to support District 11 because I love farmers. L- gotta support our agricultural Backbone heroes. Backbone of our nation. Yes. I got Gale too. No. There. This is. Ri- I think it's because we no. picked weapons. Probably. I feel like they're <laughs> like they like weapons. They're Gale. Oh, this is no. Oh no. How horrible. Oh no. Damn. What if this was my last straw? <laughs> your your thirteenth reason. Yeah, I was up to say, what if this was my thirteenth reason? <laughs> oh no, we're gonna take another one next week. No, because. What, no. what what a sour note. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, what a sour note to end on. Truly. Um, but that said and done, I think we need to wrap up for today. But any concluding thoughts on the Hunger Games? Um just in general, this is only the beginning. So true. We we can go deeper, we can we can do anything with with this yeah, franchise please let us know if you want to hear more um i would love i mean I, i'm i mean as you i've said i i was obsessed with these i know everything about these books and the everything about the fandom like if there's very few things where i have a huge huge infinite base of knowledge for but the hunger games is probably one of them <laughs> so i could really go i could really go and keep going <laughs> but yeah I, I just can't believe 10 years old ew <laughs> that means Horrible. i was in middle school 10 years ago damn i actually realized that the other day because i made a tweet recognizing the eight year anniversary of the time that i didn't know the answer to the last lawn answer i ever had to write for a standardized test and I didn't, it was like a math lawn answer and I didn't know how, to, I didn't know how to solve it. So I spent the whole essay basically talking about, yeah, sorry, I don't know how to solve this, my bad. And then <laughs> I went into how much I hated standardized tests and the fact, and the reason I thought of it, I remembered, um, is because one of the points I made was the fact that it was screwed up, that they had us taking a standardized test the Monday after we switched our clocks. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought of it because obviously that was this Monday. Um, mm-hmm. It was on the mind, and they gave me a hundred percent on that. I love that. <laughs> I think about it every day. Um, that was truly. I think I peaked there. Like I don't know if I'll ever <laughs> do anything as iconic as that. Honestly, eighth grade me, she did not care. I'm thinking of some of the things I did in eighth grade. I, I mean, nothing like crazy but like i just didn't care like i just like was doing my thing and just like i'm me and that's just deal with it yeah and just oh man i i was a interesting i am an interesting person (laughs) um and not i don't know if i'm saying that in a complimentary way or (laughs) or what but hey self-awareness is important like jury's out but that's what we got that's what we got (laughs) Well, Kayla, I love you. Love you, too. Wow. 
and we love you guys. <laughs> I love how we always. <laughs> it's like it's like guys also also we also, love you also you i mean it's like yeah. it's like a parent who like clearly is a favorite child and right like, also we love all of you equally obviously <laughs> um so thank you for listening feel free to follow us on our social media um friends by chance pod on instagram and tiktok even though we don't use our tiktok still <laughs> I, I want to see how long it takes for us to actually start using our TikTok. It's kind of just like a bit now. Now it's a little, we gotta it's a little commit camp. To it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's camp. Um, and then our Twitter, FB Chance Pod. And you, you please feel free to rate us a review. Uh, yes. I still haven't read our reviews. I'll be honest. I know you said you left one. I really need to actually like do that. Like, what if they're all take a look into it. horrible? Just, like they're like right. they suck. <laughs> That'd be so sad. Like, <laughs> but also, with that said, you can also support our podcast through our website if you're feeling friendly. Any sugar daddies, sugar mommies out there want to help us out? Because God knows we need it. I do have <laughs> one of these days. I do think the, a dream is to make a Patreon because, like, I've been every once in a while, I'll think of like ideas that we could do for Patreon, and I'm like. You're like, gotta gotta make it happen. Yeah. But so maybe one day. But as of right now, if you want to give us money to support the podcast, you can through our anchor site. Please do. <laughs> also, we can do we we can do ads now. I don't know if ads have been playing in the episodes yet, but technically, supposedly they're supposed to. But I don't. Yeah. You're like I don't know how any of it works. I'm just here. You're like, I, <laughs> I just work here. I click <laughs> literally. I click buttons and I hope for the best. <laughs> but with that said, I think I'm gonna. We're gonna bid you all adieu for now. Um, happy Hunger Games. May the odds be ever in your favor. That was cute. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.